good. Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of your women. Wrong! That is good. That is good. Welcome to Geek Fights. <laughs> uh, we're back again. Uh, I am Damon Shaw. With me, as always, is Mr. Mike Ortiz. Say hello, Mike. Hello, everybody. And uh, joining us today, we've got Jason. Hello. Michael. Hi. And Jared. My name is Jared Formby. <laughs> so what are we talking about here today, Damon? Uh, today's topic is worst sequel of all time, and... Uh, how we're doing this is the first movie has to be considered some kind of classic, some kind of classic. It doesn't necessarily have to be on the uh, AFI's hundred top hundred, but it has to be considered a classic. And uh, and then the sequel has to just suck big donkey dick. Uh, so so no baby ge- so no baby geniuses two no baby geniuses two no I've... troll two. Uh, there, well, of course not. Baby geniuses two was awesome. <laughs> okay. It was okay, you're out. First. You're out. You're out. Hang the fuck up. You're done. <laughs> All right. Calm down now, professor. Uh, Shut up. <laughs> uh, that's what we're talking about. Uh, how does this work, Mike? Well, uh, we've got uh, two uh, two names going up against each other. Uh, each one of us will pick one of these uh, two and give our explanation as to why, and uh, whoever gets the most votes at the end moves on to the next round. And you can choose any way you want to uh, to consider this fight, uh, which is better, which has uh, better actors, but, you know, mostly just which is the worst. And uh, whatever choice you make, you just need to back it up with any argument that you can use that backs up your point, and that's what we call geek logic. I've got a question, Mike. Yeah. Um, so, say there's two titles going up against each other, and I know that one of them is worse than the other, so I want to see the one that I don't want to go forward kicked out of the round. Is that the way I go? If you want. I'm <laughs> thinking whatever is the worst should be the one you pick, but if you want to yeah, do the, it the other way. The winner mm. of this is the worst movie of yes. all. So Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're Very not good. picking the best of all this shit. The best. <laughs> that'll be that'll be another podcast. Yeah. Yes, we will do what this. A, again. What a sorry group of crap to pick the best movie from, guy. Oh, come on. <laughs> and, oh and, man. And, and you know what? We're gonna get started right now. Our first one is Star Wars Episode One versus Star Wars Episode Two, and fight. Uh, <laughs> exactly fight. And while I dislike episode one i think it um has the disadvantage of having all of what 20 years worth of anticipation heaped on top of it whereas episode two has no anticipation you didn't expect it to be good and it delivered in spades so i'm gonna go episode two mike well uh, i'm gonna disagree with you there because even though uh, episode one had a lot to live up to. It uh, it failed horribly on on almost every single every single level. I the things that I hate I hate more about that movie. There were a lot of things in episode two that I actually found pretty good. I liked all the Obi Wan stuff. I thought the action was good, but God, Phantom Menace was was boring and a complete letdown. And uh, 
certainly the a, a much bigger fall from Return of the Jedi to this than this to Episode Two. So I'll pick Episode One. All right, Jason. All right, Damon, you picked Episode Two, right? Yes, I did. All right. Well, I'm going to take that same exact logic that you used, the fact that episode one had all that hype going before it. And I'm going to use that to pick episode one because, I mean, you had 20 years of buildup, 20 years of anticipation. You know, people had been wanting this movie for so long. There were such high expectations for it. You know, people were saying it was going to be the best opening weekend of any movie ever. And it was going to, you know, eclipse Titanic as the best selling movie ever and all that kind of hype. And, you know, as Red Letter Media so eloquently put in his seven-part, 70-minute YouTube video, The Phantom Menace is the greatest case of cinematic blue balls in the history of motion pictures. Never again will a movie be so wildly anticipated or a bigger disappointment. Uh, If you haven't seen that particular review, I highly recommend it. I know Damon hates it because the reviewer is a total creep. But the breakdown of the movie is genius and absolutely hilarious and actually better than watching the movie itself. Uh, So you're going episode one. Yeah, because I don't think anything else in the history of film is ever, ever, ever going to be as desired as The Phantom Menace. (laughs) Plus, The Phantom Menace uses the evil M word. And just to drive this point home, I'm going to say it, Metachlorian. All right. Yeah, that's right. That was never, ever, ever, ever said in Attack of the Clones. So, uh you know, and again, there's 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 no way you went into Attack of the Clones without thinking, oh, man, I hope this doesn't suck as bad as Phantom Menace. If you try to tell me that, I will not believe you. You're bullshitting me. All right. <laughs> Michael. Oh, Phantom Menace was, of course, immensely disappointing. I, I'm not going to there's no real defense of Phantom Menace here because, yeah, there was a lot of anticipation around it, but it didn't have to be that bad. <laughs> it's and it's also it's also the the most disposable of all the Star Wars films because who cares about Anakin Skywalker as a ten year old? Nothing that pays off in that first nothing pays off as a result of that movie. Obi Wan's relationship with Anakin doesn't begin until after that movie starts. The Qui Gon character, you know, he's going to die because we never fucking see him again. Uh, the, the whole movie really is a big waste of time. That having been said. I was willing to. I saw that five or six times in the theater because, hey, you know, we all wanted to get a a taste of new Star Wars, and we were all kind of like, "What the hell's going on?" I was willing to give Lucas the benefit of the doubt. Maybe he would learn from the reaction that he got from that movie and make Attack of the Clones better. That he would get the story back on track. The fact that he did not only did he not get it back on track, but he actually managed to make it worse to me is one of the great cardinal sins of modern filmmaking. He, he, he managed to make the characters less interesting, the movie even more incomprehensible. Like at the end, I don't know who's fighting who and for what fucking reason, nor do I care. <laughs> he turned Yoda into a goddamn little crack monkey, like spinning around with a lightsaber and everything, which I, I, I kind of thought was okay at the time. But Okay, it just so silly. Michael, you're, you're, you're picking episode two. I don't like sand. It's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. Not like here. Everything here is soft and smooth. The moment where Star <laughs> That's the moment where Star Wars fucking died for me. Yes, Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones. All right. And, Jared, we're all tied up on the first one. <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's Phantom Menace. It's obviously Phantom Menace. Uh, Attack of the Clones is, is also awful, um, but... The Phantom Menace is definitely, definitely a lot worse. 
Yeah, we, um, we really led with shit versus shit on this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, and all right, so episode one moves one. on. Uh, yes, shit one, and we're on to our next one, Mike. This one is yours. It is Highlander two versus Back to the Future three. This one for me is pretty easy because uh, this is one where I don't think it's it's shit on shit. Uh, I I was not a fan of Back to the Future three. It's by far my least favorite, but. It uh, it doesn't say that everybody was an alien from another planet <laughs> that <laughs> travels through the universe and completely that just the ridiculousness of Highlander three. I mean, at no point watching two uh, Back to the Future Highlander two. At no point watching Back to the Future three did I sit there going, "Really? They're actually going there? They're doing this? This is crazy! <laughs> they're, they're aliens on flying discs now. You know what happened to the uh, ancient warriors?" And there can be only one, and now there's more. All right, so you pick Highlander 2. Jason is the worst. Well, uh, as far as the I can't believe they did that moments in Back to the Future 3, there is the flying time-traveling train, uh, which is pretty stupid. That's awesome. Uh, But but Back to the Future 3 is still a good – it's a good movie. All the Back to the Future movies are. I think the only flaw with the Back to the Future sequels is that they're pretty much the same movie as the first movie. The same events happen. The same jokes are made. All the same characters are there. They're all in the same exact roles doing almost the same exact things. But that's not a bad thing because Back to the Future was good. Uh, but, you know, there is kind of that point in by the time I get to the Back to the Future 3 where I'm thinking, wow, this is the exact same as the first Back to the Future. So why don't I just watch the first Back to the Future? But that's still not enough to make me hate Back to the Future 3. The whole trilogy is great. And Back to the Future 3 just happens to be the worst installment of the trilogy. And that, but that's still not a bad thing. So I go with Highlander 2 as being worse. All right, Michael. Why the hell are we even having this conversation? Highlander 2. All right. <laughs> Jared? Uh, this is a really this is kind of tough for me, but yeah, Highlander 2 is 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 pretty awful. Oh. Back to the Future. I have a hard time embracing the concept that it's a trilogy at all. I wish I could just go back to to be continued and just leave it there. I had 4 years of bliss when that had happened to us and the sequels came out. And I was like, there's two movies I'll never watch again. But I'll go for Highlander 2 because they completely corrupted the mythos of it. Completely ruined everything I thought was cool. And it is guilty of the same crimes episode one's guilty of. Just bring in a bunch of crap that doesn't work. All right. And, uh, yeah, I, I agree. Highlander 2. Uh, yeah, how can there be only one? And then there's a bunch of other only ones. So Highlander 2 wins for me. On to the next one. Uh, it is Jason. It is Star Trek V versus Star Trek Insurrection. Go ahead, Jason. All right. I want to apologize in advance because I'm going to go on a bit of a rant here, and this might take a little bit of while. But uh, I actually personally think that all of the TNG movies are horrible Star Trek movies, including First Contact. I know that's almost blasphemous, but I'm going to explain why in just a moment. First Contact is a pretty good zombie movie, but it's a bad Star Trek movie, along with all the other TNG movies, because the writers completely abandoned the characterizations that had been established in the TV show. You take Picard, for an example. Uh, for example. In TNG, he's this wise, compassionate, educated, intellectual leader who's good at delegating duties and always prefers to negotiate for peace instead of drawing a phaser and fighting. 
But then in the movie, he becomes this, you know, buff, macho, gung-ho action hero who shoots first and asks questions later and jumps and climbs around on things with a sleeveless shirt showing off his biceps. But yeah, uh, Insurrection is a horrible movie, but I do want to point out that it actually stands above the other TNG movies in that it actually gives an excuse within the context of the story for why the characters are behaving so uncharacteristically. They say the rings of the planet make them have adolescent rebellious tendencies, so essentially they're all regressing into rebellious hormonal teenagers. Okay, I'm going to cut you off here. Which one are you picking? I'm actually (laughs) going to end up... I'm going to end up going with Insurrection. (laughs) Insurrection, all right, we're moving on. (laughs) Michael. Oh, I'm sorry. I left the room for about two hours. What was going on? It's Star Trek V versus Insurrection. Which one is worse? Star Trek Insurrection. All right. Uh, Jared. Oh, yeah, it's Insurrection. I know a lot of people want to go with Five, but you know what? Five actually has got some really good character moments. It's fun to see them all play. It's not the first one I'd watch, but it's fun to see those guys play. So it's Insurrection where nobody plays like we like to see them play. (laughs) All right. Uh, yeah, Insurrection. Uh, I, I hate that movie so much. Mike? It's a sweep. Yeah, I kind of figured that. And we're on to the next one. This one is for you, Michael. Uh, it is Batman Forever versus Rocky Five. Um, well, Rocky Five had a really good idea behind it. I like the idea of kind of putting Rocky back to square one. Uh, but it really wasted its time and brought in some really unappealing characters, and it's it's a really boring and very badly made film. Batman Forever is truly an aptly named movie because it feels like it goes on for fucking ever, and there's nothing about that movie I like whatsoever. Rocky Five, at least, Stallone took the good ideas he had in that and made Rocky Balboa. Batman Forever was truly – it's even worse than Batman and Robin for me, so I got to go with Batman Forever. All right, Jarrett? Uh, Batman Forever is uh, the one that I would like to see not go forward because of Nicole Kidman. (laughs) So you like Nicole Kidman, so you're going Rocky Five. I thought she gave a very sexy performance. I couldn't tell you anything that happened in that movie or what the heck happened, but I'll tell you what. If somebody would just YouTube those scenes that she's talking to Batman, I think that there'd be a lot more sexual activity on the Internet. (laughs) <laughs> I, I don't I don't I don't like you, Jared. <laughs> All right. Uh let's see. Uh I will go Batman Forever because I really, really just can't stand that movie. I I'll say more if it goes on to the next round. Mike? Um I I definitely want Batman Forever because I love nipples. <laughs> okay. And Jason. Uh, I hated Batman and Robin a hell of a lot more than I hated Batman Forever, so I'm going to say Rocky Five's worse. Doesn't matter, Batman Forever. Oh, <laughs> uh-huh. and Jared, this one goes to you. It is Ghostbusters Two versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre Four: The Next Generation. Holy cow! Okay, well, uh, Ghostbusters Two. We've got the animated Statue of Liberty. And uh, the other movie is uh, the one with the Billy Ocean theme song. And the uh, stone suddenly is a person. It's not a real jewel. It's something that you're, like, chasing. So I'm going to say Ghostbusters 2 is worse. I go with Ghostbusters 2. All right. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4. 
I, I didn't like three. I didn't like two. I kind of barely got through Texas Chainsaw Massacre itself. Um, I like Ghostbusters 2, but as an adult watching Ghostbusters 1 versus Ghostbusters 2, I think Ghostbusters 2 is a huge step down. So I'm going Ghostbusters 2. Mike? I actually like Ghostbusters 2, so uh, I'll have to pick Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4. All right. Jason? I also like Ghostbusters 2. I, I don't see why everybody hates it so much, so I'm going to go with Chainsaw Massacre. All right. And Michael? What are we? Are we is this like? Is it two against two here? It's two on two. We're all tied up. Okay, I choose Attack of the Clones. <laughs> <laughs> Did you just time travel or something? What the hell? Ghostbusters versus Texas Chainsaw Massacre. No, I'm sorry. I'm still trying to get over that one. Um, <laughs> yeah, Ghostbusters two. I mean, is is, is yeah, is it a step down from the first one? Sure, but. Uh, I may be the only person in this group who actually had to sit through Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4, and that was an ungodly nightmare beyond all reason, so that has to go forward, TCM 4. Uh, I don't right. think it has to go forward. I think Ghostbusters 2 goes forward. Uh, it, uh, actually, the Gotta panel be, spoke. Because it's completely a big step down from the first one. But it, it's too late. It's already it, over. It's still a watchably uh, decent movie. The panel has spoken. Texas Chainsaw is yeah, I don't like one. Ghostbusters. And, and the next one You is, lost! You lose. Terminator Good Salvation. Good day, sir. Calm down. It's Terminator Salvation versus Die Another Day, the James Bond movie with Halle Berry. Yes, Halle Berry. Her very, very, very sexy, sexy body. Um, but Terminator Salvation is a big heaping pile of shit. So uh, my vote goes Terminator Salvation. Mike? Well, uh, I I really, really hate Die Another Day. It. it I thought James Bond was dead after that. And as much as I hated Terminator Salvation, I really did get a kick out of the digitally young Arnold. So <laughs> I will I will just, I'll go with Die Another Day. I think it had ultimately less just even weird, twisted fun in it. All right. Jason. Uh, I never even saw Terminator Salvation because it didn't look interesting at all, and I thought Terminator 3 already ruined the Terminator franchise. They killed it in Terminator 2. They killed the franchise, but they did it with style and class, and it was a good movie. So they didn't need to make Terminator 3, and they definitely didn't need to pile on with Salvation and make it look like a freaking Transformers movie. Uh, So I go with uh, Terminator Salvation as being the worst sequel. All right, Michael. Uh, but, uh, um, didn't I care for either one of these, but I aggressively hated Die Another Day, because uh, I agree with Mike. That one really killed my interest in James Bond, and quite frankly, I didn't think he was coming back after that. It was so mind-numbingly stupid. It was the worst one since Moonraker, and, uh, you know, if I want to see Halle Berry naked or in, you know, looking hot, I can look at any number of other movies from her. I don't need to go to that one, so Die Another Day. All right, it's all tied up, and it goes to you, Jarrett. Oh, it's Die Another Day that has to go forward. Kathleen Turner was terrible. All right, Die Another Day. Moving on. I did not expect that. And we're on to our next film. Mike, this one goes to you. It is Battle for the Planet of the Apes versus Blues Brothers 2000. When when I was young, I really loved Battle of the Planet of the Apes, and it was... My, actually, my favorite Planet of the Ape movie because it was the first one that I, I had ever seen. Um, but, uh, <laughs> okay. you know, Blues Brothers 2000, 
is a, a horrible movie, but when I look at Battle of the Planet of the, for the Planet of the Apes now, it's just my God! It almost seems like it's a totally different uh, franchise. So I have to go with that. Battle for the Planet of the Apes, Jason. Uh, I'm also going to go with Battle for the Planet of the Apes because I think they had their like budget cut by like 99.9 percent, and it just seemed like they weren't even trying anymore. So. It, that's totally disrespectful to the fans, and that movie deserves to move on, I think. All right, Michael? I got to be honest with you, this category for me is a very definition of don't give a fuck. Um, so I'm going to go with R2-D2. R2-D2. Battle gets odd. Blues Brothers 2000 obviously gets even. What does R2 say, Mike? R2 says four. That's a vote for Blues Brothers. And Jared, it's your turn. Um, I'm just going to have to say that the Planet of the Apes thing just going on and going on and going on. I'll go with Blues Brothers going forward because that one actually rubs me the wrong way. All right. And, uh, yeah, Blues Brothers 2000, even though I'm not a fan of Blues Brothers, I could see that they were just raping the grave of everything that that first movie represented. So I got to go Blues Brothers. And we're and they win. Woohoo! And we're on to the next movie. Jason, this one is yours. It is Superman 4: The Quest for Peace versus Matrix Revolutions. Who you got? Uh yeah, well, uh I'm going to end up going with uh The Matrix because considering all the behind the scenes crap that went on for all of the Superman movies, it's amazing that any of them were even good. I mean, Superman 2 was practically two movies that they just cut and pasted together, but it managed to work. So sooner or later, their luck was going to run out, and I think everybody had to have known that. And Superman 3 was already shit anyway, so you know the franchise already should have been dead. But Matrix Revolutions, there was still some promise after Reloaded. And then they ended up just completely ruining it with Revolutions and killed the entire Matrix franchise for me. I don't think I've seen any of those movies since watching Revolutions. All right. Michael, keep this one short, please. <laughs> uh, you, I hate Matrix sequels with a passion. Uh, I thought they were the what a disastrous lack of imagination and Revolutions was the epitome of that uh it squandered whatever hope there was left for that trilogy however it can't uh, possibly be as bad as superman 4 which is the date rape of cinema so i'm going with superman 4 <laughs> <laughs> all right jared um i'm going to go ahead and uh say that matrix revolutions should go forward because i have only seen that movie one time superman 4 i've seen more than once it is terrible <laughs> Uh, well, as being young, I grew up. I didn't know any better. It said Superman right. on it. So there's that. <laughs> All right. It but comes. Revolutions? Yeah, no, one time only. So. All right. Uh, let's see. I remember Superman 4 is the first Superman movie I saw in theaters, and it was awesome. He had, like, <laughs> Nuclear Man. He, uh, he threw the nu- nuclear weapons into the sun. Uh he had nuclear man had those nails that grew really long. It was awesome. I really, really, really hate Matrix Revolutions, but uh, Superman Four, Superman Four. 
Mike? Um, well, I actually, I think, am probably the only person that actually liked all three Matrix movies. And, <laughs> you are. Uh, Superman 4, um, where can I begin? So I'll just... <laughs> Save it for the next rounds. That's fine. Superman 4 moves on, and we're on to our next pair of films. Michael, this one's for you. It is Jaws 4, The Revenge, versus Scream 3. Well, um, Scream 3 was the least of the trilogy, um, you know, because the first one was about a parody of slasher movies. The second one was kind of a parody or, you know, a, a riff on sequels. When Once you get down to a riff on trilogies... It's, a, it's not exactly a rich territory. But Jaws for the Revenge actually has a shark that is out for revenge against the people who <laughs> killed it before. Or it's relative. And it, Mario Van Peebles is there. You know what? Fuck it. Jaws 4. Got to go with Jaws 4. <laughs> All right, Jared. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say that Jaws 4 should go forward simply because I like a fighting shark. All right. Uh, Scream 3 is a really, really, really shitty movie, especially since it basically tells you that everything that happened in Scream 1 and Scream 2 was a lie. Um, I got to go Scream 3. Mike? Uh, You know, I I thought I remembered Scream 3. And uh, when you described it to me, I was like, God, I don't even know if I, I ever saw that. But I'm pretty sure that I did, so I completely forgot anything about that movie. But Jaws 4, I remember how bad it is, so I have to pick Jaws 4. <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> and Jason. Yeah, I'm also going to go with Jaws simply because I don't even like slasher films in general, so the first Scream sucked. All right. <laughs> By default. By default. That, uh, easy enough. And we're on to our next one. Jared, this one is for you. It is Spider-Man 3 versus Jurassic Park 3. All right, well, I'm the only person in the world that thinks Spider-Man 3 doesn't belong on a list like this. I think Spider-Man 3 is a good movie. And the wow. flaw in it the flaw in it is that they did do the villain cramming. But really, is this the first time that's been a problem? I mean, there are a number of other superhero movies that suffer from the big old long villain. Let's team up the villains. Let's get Michelle Pfeiffer and Danny DeVito, you know? There's so many that do that. And yeah, this one that did that was horrible. That aspect of it is horrible. Yet, I feel like the themes that are explored in the film are uh, in keeping with Sam Raimi's goals. He wanted the high school kid in the first movie. He wanted the college kid in the second movie, and he wanted Peter Parker the adult in the third movie. And that's what we got. We got real adult problems. And the way that that movie ended, um, where they take a quiet dance and they can't even speak to each other. It's fantastic. Just for that storyline between Park, Parker and Mary Jane, that movie does not belong on this list. Jurassic Park, I can't even believe they got Danny DeVito to be in it. was such an excuse. And what was Michael Douglas doing anyway? What? What? <laughs> what movie are you talking about? <laughs> Jurassic Park. Are you oh, talking about Jewel of the Nile? Nile? Yeah, yeah. I, <laughs> I, I have been this whole time. <laughs> All right. How the hell did you mistake Jurassic Park 3 for fucking Jewel of the Nile? It's fine. The, the same way that I uh, also mistook Die Another Day for Jewel of the Nile. And the same way I <laughs> mistook Rocky 5 for Jewel of the Nile. Back to Future 3 for Jewel of the Nile. That, that's fine. 
Uh, yeah, uh, I gotta go Jurassic Park 3 as well. Uh, Spider-Man 3 is a bad movie, but I really... Uh, Jurassic Park 3 was just stupid. Uh, so, uh, yeah, Jurassic Park 3 for me. Mike? Uh, I'm, I'm gonna pick Spider-Man 3. And there's a lot of things that I do like about this movie, but... Man, that that was a big letdown. And once again, Jurassic Park 3, I barely remember anything about it. All right, Jason? Uh, actually, a strange coincidence between these two movies is Jurassic Park 3 was the movie where I saw the first uh, trailer for the original Spider-Man movie. So throughout all of Jurassic Park 3, I was pretty much jumping up and down in my seat going, Oh, a Spider-Man movie, a Spider-Man movie, yay! Uh, so my opinion on it is a little biased. Uh, I kind of do agree with all the things that Jared said in that the Spider-Man three movie is good in context of the other two movies, but the complete disrespect for all the characters, you know, he made Gwen Stacy a rebound girlfriend, which was bullshit. And the fact that Sam Raimi came out before the movie was released and said, I don't even like the venom character, the black suit story. So I don't give a shit. Uh, then he really shouldn't have been making the movie. The movie was completely disrespectful and should not have been made. So I go with Spider-Man three, Spider-Man three. All right, Michael, Coming to you all tied up. Uh, uh, I don't hate Spider-Man 3. Um, there's about 60% of a good movie in there. Uh, 40% of it's really bad. And it doesn't really, I mean, especially after the high that Super, or Spider-Man 2 was. Uh, it was definitely a come down. I remember seeing Jurassic Park 3 and, and liking it quite a bit. I, I didn't see what the big deal was. Is it as good as the first two? No, but it was certainly a quality production. No major problems. I walked out of going, hey, that was actually a good time. Spider-Man 3, I walked out of going, boy, what the hell were they thinking? So we got to put Spider-Man 3 through. All right. Spider-Man 3 makes it on to the next round. On to our next fight. Jason, this one is yours. It is Caddyshack 2 versus European Vacation. Uh, you had to pick the one vacation movie that I didn't actually see. <laughs> uh, but I'm actually going to go with uh, Caddyshack simply because there are two more vacation movies after European Vacation. There were no more Caddyshack movies after Caddyshack 2. So <laughs> I, I, I think that says something about uh, Caddyshack 2. All right. So vote for Caddyshack 2. Michael. Oh, God, Caddyshack 2 is one of the worst movies I ever saw in the theater. It was like watching a train wreck in slow motion with all your family just blowing apart into pieces while you're just and you're, you're in the seat and there's nothing you can do to stop it. It was such a travesty, and it, it makes – it made golf even – I think that's why I hate golf to this day is because of Caddyshack 2. All uh, right, it's so – what a what a tr- what a terrible movie! Fuck it, Cat- Caddyshack two. Caddyshack two, Jared. Caddyshack two goes forward because European Vacation did have my first glimpse of boobs on a TV set. All right, uh, yeah, European Vacation. My first time seeing it was in seventh grade, uncensored, in my geography class to learn how Europe actually worked. And all I remember was seeing the boobs. Uh, <laughs> that's all I remember. It was like boobs. They were really nice. They were really nice. So I go Caddyshack 2. And Mike? Caddyshack 2 pretty much already won, didn't it? Yeah. 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 So I'll just go ahead and agree with everybody else. All right. And it's your turn. It is RoboCop 3 versus Alien Resurrection. Uh, I, You know, I actually didn't have as big a problem with Alien Resurrection. Uh, it was certainly the my least favorite of the alien movies 
but I, I really hated Robocop 3. I mean, it, uh, a lot of people wonder where Frank Miller jumped the shark. I think that was it. And I know he, they fucked with the screenplay and all that, but still, that was the first big stinker he was attached to. <laughs> and wouldn't be the last. Uh, Jason? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Alien Resurrection using kind of the same logic that I used for Terminator Salvation. The Alien franchise was effectively dead after the second Alien movie. I mean, they killed the Queen, you know, so that should have killed off the aliens too, right? But, you know, they actually did come up with a uh, with a uh, fairly clever idea for the script, uh, you know, and it just wasn't very well implemented. But the fact that they just kept making the movies after Aliens – just really pisses me off. So I'm going to go with Alien 3. And besides, RoboCop 2 wasn't even all that great a movie anyway. So This, this is Alien... Oh, alien sorry, sorry, alien, sorry, Alien Resurrection. I go with it's Alien Resurrection. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I meant Alien Resurrection. I go with Alien Resurrection because Alien 3 killed the franchise after it was already dead. But Alien 3 was at least a halfway decent movie. RoboCop 2 sucked. RoboCop 3 sucked even more. But I go with Alien Resurrection because the franchise... They had, they had no right making that movie. All right. Michael? I, I, I didn't like Alien Resurrection at all when I first saw it because it felt messy, but at least it had a, an interesting take on a few things. And it's aged actually pretty well. I, I saw it not too long ago. RoboCop 3, for me, what killed that movie for me personally was the fact that they made the decision very early on to go for a PG-13 rating. And you can't go from RoboCop 1 and even RoboCop 2, which are hard, hard R's, and then try and make it PG-13. It just it, – that it does not work. So um, reluctantly, I'm going to put forth that RoboCop 3 should win here. All right, Jared? Yeah, I think RoboCop 3 is going to have to go forward because uh, complain as much as you want about the Alien sequels, it's – terrific that each movie is its own identity it's its own filmmaker it's its own aggressive point of view and i think that each of those films stands up in that regard i think that you feel the touch of each filmmaker on those films robocop 3 the pg-13 rating sums it up it's like no we did this for the money and we really didn't care about any of it so robocop 3 goes forward all right uh let me see uh, Alien Resurrection, a bad movie, but RoboCop 3 begat the spirit. RoboCop 3 wins. And it moves on, and next one is, oh, it's my turn. It is Staying Alive versus Evening Star. Staying Alive being the sequel to Saturday Night Fever, uh, the Academy Award-winning picture Saturday Night Fever, best picture. And uh, Evening Star being the sequel to Terms of Endearment, the Academy Award-winning film. And, uh... Terms of Endearment, if you don't know, is a movie where a mother and daughter talk about life and live life, and then the daughter dies and everybody cries and the movie ends. How the fuck do you make a sequel to that? Evening Star. Mike? Uh, you know, I've, I've never seen Evening Star, and until I saw this list, I don't think I'd ever heard of it. And when I looked it up and found out that it was a sequel to Terms of Endearment, I was pretty amazed. I had no idea they had made one. Um... But I, I did see Staying Alive, and I did quite like Saturday Night Fever, and I don't think I even saw Terms of Endearment. So that was that was really a horrifyingly bad movie for me, so I'm going to pick that one. All right, Jason. Uh, I was going to go with Staying Alive on the grounds that Terms of Endearment wasn't really about anything, so 
shouldn't even have been all that good of a movie to begin with. Whereas uh, Saturday Night Fever actually, you know, was about something and was a decent movie. But Damon, you convinced me there was absolutely no reason to have made a sequel to a movie where, you know, somebody dies and that's the end of the movie. So, yeah, I, I go with Evening Star as well. All right, Michael. <laughs> Can we put both these movies through? Because, good Lord, um, Staying Alive is an affront to everything that uh, Saturday Night Live or Saturday Night Fever stood for. Uh, it was it, it's a it's a travesty. But Evening Star is so funny because that movie. Yeah, you're right. With Terms of Endearment, it's all about you know people talking and someone dies at the end. Evening Star tries to compensate for that by having an old person die every 15 minutes in the movie. I mean, it's like the Friday the 13th film for senior citizens. I mean, there's more old people buy it in this movie. And it was so laughably contrived and bad. Uh, It's the one of the two that sticks out to me the most as being the most aggressively awful. So I say Evening Star. All right, Jared? I see staying alive as worse because I can't really say no to Juliet Lewis. All right. But Evening Star won that round, and Michael, this one comes to you. It is Godfather 3 versus Basic Instinct 2. This is an easy one. Basic Instinct 2 sucked, and I didn't think the first one was worth a shit either. And Godfather 3, look at the, look at the drop in quality. I mean, it's not even, it's not even a competition, Godfather 3. All right, Jared. Ah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and put uh, Godfather three forward on that. All right. Uh, yeah, Basic Instinct one was really hot as a what 14 year old. That was an awesome movie. Um, Basic Instinct two was why the fuck did you make it? I got to go with Godfather three though because it's the Godfather. It sucked. All right. And uh, Mike. Yeah, I think the Godfather pretty much won. So uh, uh, let's let's let it move on. Jason. Yeah, I, I was going to go with Basic Instinct too, but it doesn't really matter since Godfather Three already won. All right, <laughs> <laughs> and we're on to our next one, Jared. This one goes to you. This Exorcist Two: The Heretic versus the Two Jakes. Chinatown's a big movie for me. And the, ty- uh, the two Jakes uh, came out uh, 14 years later. And uh, it's kind of a why did they do it and what is it about? And I was really, really excited to see that movie. And I remember going into it and, and I remember all the hype. I remember Robert Town saying, well, the first one was about the water. The new one's about the oil. And it was just kind of boring. And it. Didn't have any of the appeal of Chinatown. It was a huge, huge no like. So I'm going to put the two Jakes forward. All right. And uh, Exorcist, I I was never scared of the Exorcist, but that's because I'm going to hell and I'm blasphemous most of the time. So it doesn't scare me that a demon possesses a little girl. I wouldn't really care. Uh, The two Jakes, though. I think it's funny that they couldn't get Roman Polanski back because he raped a 14-year-old. So um, I'm going to give it to the two Jakes just because of that. Uh, Mike? Yeah, I, uh, I, I love The Exorcist, and I, I thought The Exorcist 2, uh, when, when I saw it, and I think I only saw it one time, I just thought it was stupid. And it, it was pro- I think it's a bigger drop in quality overall, but the two Jakes was somehow just a much bigger letdown. And I made the mistake of watching Chinatown immediately before 
going to see the two Jakes, which is always a bad idea with a sequel. But, uh, you know, so that that was a, just a huge letdown when I got out of that movie. So I have to pick uh, two Jakes. All right, Jason. I, I was going to go with uh, The Exorcist because it, it just seemed to me like they weren't even trying to make a sequel to the first Exorcist movie. They were trying to make something totally different. They just called it The Exorcist 2 to make more money. So uh, I'm going to go with Exorcist 2, but I don't think it matters because 2 Jakes looks like it already won. Uh, probably did, but Michael. Yeah, I guess it does matter. Um, I didn't hate 2 Jakes. Um, was it as good as Chinatown? No, it wasn't. But uh, Exorcist 2 is one of the funniest films ever made. Uh, so I got to go with Exorcist 2. All right, and the two Jakes did win. And we're on to our final fight for this first round. Mike, this one comes to you. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull versus Dumb and Dumberer when Harry met Lloyd. Uh, well, I, I'm going to pick Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull because uh, I really like the title, Dumb and Dumberer. So there's at least one thing that I liked about that movie. <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, I didn't want to see Dumb and Dumberer because the trailers just looked absolutely stupid. And then once I found out that Jim Carrey wasn't going to be in it and that it was going to be a prequel, I was just like, okay, I'm not even going to bother wasting my time. So the fact that there was no reason to really go see the movie, I think, gives the advantage in this case to Indiana Jones as being the worst sequel. Because people actually wanted to see Indiana Jones and got disappointed, Uh whereas people didn't want to see Dumb and Dumber. All right. Uh, so you win Indiana Jones. Michael. When I printed out this list, I've been filling in the winners as we've been going along. Uh, when I first printed it out, I wrote Indiana Jones in already. <laughs> because who are we fucking kidding? Uh, Indiana I, Jones. All right. I guess there's more to come later on that one, Jared. Yeah, I think Indiana Jones goes forward. Uh-huh. Just, yeah, I mean, I appreciate Harry and Lloyd and how iconic they are and i have like the the bed sheets and the posters and the no no i actually have more indiana jones stuff so yeah that goes forward uh yeah uh indiana jones for me as well refrigerator that's all i'm gonna say about it right now refrigerator and that is the end of round one uh we'll be back after these quick messages the japanese they're short so their eyes are closer to the electronic components than many other nationalities Caucasians are too tall and gangly. And look how far away the Caucasian workers' eyes are from the integrated circuitry. That's why Sony products are better. Sony, because Caucasians are just too damn tall. And we're back. Uh, starting round two. Uh, it's going to start off with Jason this time. It is Star Wars Episode One versus Highlander Two. Jason, what do you have? Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you Exhibit A, Metachlorian. <laughs> the prosecution rests. <laughs> episode One. All right, Michael. Uh, ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I present to you the planet Zeist, where apparently you can get Zeistfully clean. Uh, I vote for Highlander 2. All right, Jared. I'm going to go with Highlander 2. I felt a little angrier about Highlander 2 and what it did. All right. Uh, are you an angel? Sorry, I got to go, Star Wars. Mike, deciding vote here. 
You know, uh, as much as it kind of surprises me, I'm going to go Highlander 2, because the more I thought about it... You know, episode one made me sad, but Highlander two made me angry and made me laugh. So <laughs> yeah. I think uh, I have to give it to <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, well, we're doing right. episode one, the not episode two. Upset. Yep, Highlander two wins, and we're on to our next fight, Michael. This one is yours. It is Star Trek Insurrection versus Batman Forever. Uh, I don't like Insurrection, but I don't hate any of the Star Trek movies. Uh, you know. Insurrection is just the worst kind of by default for me. Batman Forever, I wouldn't watch again on a bet, so Batman Forever. Batman Forever. Jared? Yeah, Star Trek Insurrection is a really, really, really bad movie for Star Trek fans in general, but it's still Star Trek, so it's still kind of watchable. So I think Batman Forever is going to have to go forward. All right, and yeah, I, I got to go Batman Forever, too. Jim Carrey just plays the Joker, and so does Tommy Lee Jones. How the fuck do you do both characters trying to play the Joker when they're not either one of them <laughs> supposed to be the Joker in the movie? So, <laughs> Batman Forever for me. Uh, Mike? Well, not that it counts, but I would uh, I would actually pick Star Trek Insurrection here because, you know, Batman Forever at least had uh, that one line it's the car, chicks dig the car, and I didn't like anything about Insurrection at all. And I hated the singing. <laughs> all right. <laughs> and Jason. Uh, I'm going to go with Insurrection because I am a Star Trek fan, and I know that I'm going to sit through it again, uh, whereas I don't ever have to watch Batman Forever again. So uh-huh. I go with Insurrection because I know I'm going to see it again. All right. It doesn't matter, though. Batman Forever won, and we're on to our next fight. Jared, this one comes to you. It is Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation, versus Die Another Day. Die Another Day and Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4. See, I I don't even know that Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4 should even be in this. I mean, it's a sequel to a movie that was like 20 years previous. And then again, Die Another Day is a James Bond sequel. And that's been around even longer than that. So maybe it is kind of fitting that they're together here. But it looks like one of them was something that probably let a lot of people down versus something that just got made for money. So I'll say Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4 goes forward because it's just money-making garbage. All right. Uh, Ice Hotel. I'll say it again. Ice Hotel. Uh, Die another day. Mike? Uh, I think uh, Die Another Day. Die Another Day, all right. Jason? Uh, Damon, I hate to tell you this, but I think there actually are ice hotels. Uh, But that still doesn't make it any less stupid Die Another Day. (laughs) All right. And Michael? Uh, I would vote Texas Chainsaw Massacre 4 just to throw a vote its way, but it it, it cost eight bucks versus a movie that cost... $80 $80 million and manages to be on equal suck level. So I'm going to go with uh, Die Another Day. All right. Die Another Day goes on. And we're on to our next fight. It is Blues Brothers 2000 versus Superman 4. And uh, my childhood is calling. It's calling. I'm sorry. Superman 4 is an all right movie in my 1986 head. So I got to go with Blues Brothers 2000. Mike? Oh, it, it's still definitely Superman 4. This is... I thought the first Superman movie is, was was one of my favorite movies of all time. I think this is the biggest fall from grace of, of any film franchise. It's got to be Superman 4. 
All right, Jason. Uh, well, Superman 4 managed to kill the Superman franchise for 20 years. You'd think the Superman franchise would be unkillable. Blues Brothers may have killed the Blues Brothers franchise, but hell, that wasn't a franchise to begin with. So I go with Superman. All right. I, I think technically drugs killed the Blues Brothers franchise. <laughs> well. <laughs> Michael, it is Too your soon? turn. <laughs> it's always too soon for me and John Belushi. <laughs> too soon. I could make a Christopher Reeves joke, but I can't think of any. Uh, Michael, <laughs> do you have any? Yes. Um, you know what? I still got some great Superman Four stuff to talk about, but I'm going to save it for the next round. So Superman Four. All right. And Jared, I want Blues Brothers 2000 to go forward because I really. It opened up with the uh, with a really genuinely sad moment with Dan Aykroyd, and I felt that part of the movie. But after that, um, it really, really is a huge, huge, huge step down from what the Blues Brothers was. Um, in the first movie, they're on a mission from God. It's pretty awesome, and it works. There's obstacles. There's goals that have to be met. It's a great script, great performances. And the second one has none of that and it's not even it's the same director and it does not have the same epic feel it's just amazing to me that that so much talent just completely just fell down i really 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 despise that movie and superman 4 doesn't have to go forward because superman 3 should have been here first (laughs) but superman 4 is going on it won this round and mike it's it's to you it is jaws 4 the revenge versus spider-man 3 Wow. Um, You know, I'll actually have to kind of agree that Spider-Man 3 does have some watchable moments in it. Uh, Overall, I didn't like the movie, but I liked the costume, and I liked uh, liked some of the... I didn't like any of the, you know, emo stuff, but I I certainly liked all of the Sandman stuff. And uh, Jaws 4, there's, there's absolutely nothing to like in that movie. At least the third one had 3D. You know, this one was 2D. And uh, should have been 1D, maybe. I don't know. I, uh, Jaws 4 moves on. Jaws 4. Jason! I thought Jaws 4 was 1D. Uh, also, Jaws 3 3D was uh, not considered Jaws canon. Uh, but um, so yeah, <laughs> Spider-Man 5, the Sandman stuff is very, very well done. In fact, the, the scene where the sand, the origin the origin story for Sandman, that scene where he's reforming himself and he's trying to grab the locket of his daughter. I mean, that's an absolute gorgeous scene. And I love the fact that they gave the Sandman a motivation that he didn't have in the comic books that made the character a lot more believable, you know, as doing the things that he was doing. He wasn't just a petty criminal. You know, he was trying to save his daughter, you know, which is actually kind of a noble cause. So he's almost an antihero there. Uh, Jaws 4 is about a shark that swims across an entire ocean on a quest of vengeance against people. <laughs> what the hell? So I go with Jaws. Jaws, all right, Michael. Jaws 4 ends with a shark standing on its tail fin above the water for five seconds while roaring like a lion while a woman is getting ready to ram its boat into the shark while she's plagued by flashbacks of the end of Jaws, events to which she was not present in the slightest. 
Jaws 4. All right. <laughs> Jared? I second that emotion. And, uh, yeah, everything everybody else said, I got to go Jaws 4. Jaws 4 wins. And we're isn't, it on- bad, isn't, it, isn't, it, isn't it bad that you... Uh, no, isn't it bad that you can win just by explaining the ending to a movie without any <laughs> ironic statement? Or, or, or just a plot synopsis? Yeah, that's. I, I just yeah, gave you the much. pitch. That, I just yeah. gave you the pitch that the people gave to make the movie. So yeah, yeah. I just, oh man. Uh, and we're on to our next fight. Although Jason, that actually was much better than the movie. It was. Yes. <laughs> Jason, we're on to you. It is Caddyshack Two versus RoboCop Three. Uh, I never saw the second Caddyshack movie, and I don't particularly care for the first one because I'm not a golf person. Uh, so I just didn't really get it. Uh, but when I first saw RoboCop 3, I was like 8 or 10 years old, and it was about a robot with a jetpack. So that was just awesome. Uh, but I haven't seen the movie since, and I don't want to see the movie since. Uh or I don't want to see it ever again, so I'm going to go with RoboCop 3. RoboCop 3. Michael? Uh, having seen RoboCop 3 fairly recently, I can say that, it, yeah, the movie's got issues. Uh, but there are some good moments in it, and it still had a few things in it that, you know, again, if they if they had tried for an R rating, if this thing hadn't been born bad in a way with the, the PG-13 more family-friendly approach, I think the film could have worked. Uh, Caddyshack 2 is a misbegotten mess that is just it's painful to watch. It's absolutely physically painful to watch. And uh, I, I, Dan Aykroyd's worst performance, Chevy Chase's worst performance, it's a career low for everyone involved, Caddyshack 2. All right, Jared. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and push RoboCop 3 forward because it looks to me like they're both unnecessary sequels. Like, I'm, I'm sorry, I was very happy with RoboCop. I liked the end of RoboCop. I don't need any more RoboCop. And uh, they've gone on with more RoboCop and... Even worse, they went to the PG-13 thing, which tells me double twice. I don't need to see it. And Caddyshack, I don't know. I want RoboCop 3 to go forward. All right, RoboCop 3. Uh, yeah, The Spirit. I'm going to say it again. The Spirit. Uh, it's a shitty movie. It's a very shitty movie. If Frank Miller hadn't done fucking RoboCop 3, there may never have been a Spirit movie. So I got to vote for RoboCop 3. Mike? You know, when you get this bad, it's really hard for me to compare. So the only criterion I can think of is RoboCop versus Jackie Mason in a fight. And then RoboCop would just, you know, rip him to shreds. So Caddyshack 3 is is the worst. But then again, it is PG-13 RoboCop. Yes, it is. Yeah, so he's only going to smack him. He can still kill him. It's just off screen. Yeah. No blood. Yeah. That's fine. Well, you know, it would be better if there were more blood. But Doesn't matter, though. RoboCop moved on, and we're on to our next fight. Michael, this one is yours. It is Evening Star <laughs> versus Godfather 3. Another doozy. Oh, Lord. I mean, as much as I hate the Evening Star, this is kind of weird for me because at the same time, I wouldn't watch – there's nothing about Evening Star I liked. It trashed everyone's performance in that movie. Is it's just not they're trying but it's not working it's it's a failure on pretty much every level godfather 3 does have some good stuff in it the problem is godfather 3 has sofia coppola in it as an, her performance in that i remember i saw that on christmas day 
And when she character died, the audience started fucking clapping. Okay. That tells you something right there. It has one of the worst endings of any film on this list. And considering where it's coming from, Godfather one and two, which are in the fucking stratosphere. Um, I can't in good conscience vote against Godfather three, even though I hate evening star more. So Godfather three. All right, Jared. Yeah, I think I'm going to put Godfather 3 forward just because I do know that Evening Star was actually based on an actual sequel book written for, for the sequel for Terms of Endearment. So it's like that author felt the need to go back and do more with the characters. If the movie wasn't good, it wasn't good. But there was no Godfather 3 ever written. They just kind of came up with all that, to my knowledge. So uh, Godfather 3 goes forward. All right. Um, yeah. Godfather series. Once again, I have not seen them. Evening Star, I have seen. It is a pile of shit. And seriously, why do you feel the need to remake Terms of Endearment? 15 years later, no less. The only reason Jack was in the movie, Jack Nicholson, was because he had Joker money. That that movie's fucking horrible, so Evening Star for me. Uh, Mike? You know, um, I'm going to have to go Godfather 3. I mean, the Godfather series is one of the few examples where you start out with with something great, the next one gets better, and then how many years later, the new one is just so incredibly bad. So it's... It has such a huge fall from grace, and uh, you want to talk a movie that didn't have any reason to be made. You know, this this I think is a, a fine example of that. All right, and Jason. All right, well, I don't think it matters, but uh, I also have never seen any of the Godfather movies. I don't know if I said that in round one. Uh, So I had to do a little bit of Wikipedia research on it. And the only consistent complaints that I found were that the plot was difficult to understand because it relied so heavily on having seen the first two movies. And the horrible acting from Sophia, whatever the heck her name was. And it's a sequel, so you have to expect to know what happened in the first two movies. I mean, that, that should be a given. You shouldn't complain about that when you go to see a movie that's called Godfather 3. If the movie was called Evening Star and the first movie was called Terms of Endearment, then at least you've got a reason to know that there was a movie that you were supposed to have seen that you didn't see that makes you not understand Evening Star. And I don't think that one horrible actress's performance or one actress's horrible performance is enough to disqualify or to make a movie a horrible movie on its own. So I would vote for Evening Star, even though Godfather's already won. Yes, they have. And we are moving on to the <laughs> last fight of this round. It is the two Jakes versus Indiana Jones. Dr. Jones. Jared, this one goes to you. All right. Uh, I can do this because uh, Jake Giddies is a very important character to me, and Indiana Jones is a very important character to me. The big difference, I think, is is that I've always wanted to see more of Indiana Jones, and I never really needed, needed more of Jake Giddies. And this movie did come out, and they made it. And and I'm going to go ahead and put Crystal Skull forward, but not for the refrigerator. I don't think the refrigerator is the problem. In fact, I think that that movie is an Indiana Jones movie up until right after the refrigerator. That's when it becomes a bad movie for me. All right. I, I will explain the refrigerator right now. I have no problem with him getting in the refrigerator. That's Indiana Jones. It makes sense. My problem is the fact that the refrigerator flies three and a half miles, tumbles down a fucking hill, and he walks out and dizzy, and that's all that happened to him. If that actually happened, physics says you die in that lead refrigerator. What so, does physics say about jumping out of a plane on an air life raft? 
Hey, 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 hey. It's what Indiana Jones. What does it say about they, jumping they, they a uh, track with the... Uh, did they do it? Yes. Yeah. What happened? It worked. They can make it work. It worked? Yeah. yeah. It actually okay, did work. That's true. It did. Yeah. What, what about jumping from uh, from one mine track to another in a mine car? Uh, they haven't done that one yet. No. Okay. They haven't gotten to that I'm yet. Say, I'm just <laughs> saying that there are some things that this guy should be able to get away with, and that is not so far off the list for me. You're right. It's not that far. It just pushed it just a little too far for me. And uh, Mike, it goes to you. Well, uh, you know, earlier Michael summed up uh, his with one word, refrigerator, and I'm going to sum up my point with one word, gophers. (laughs) All right. See, gophers I can go with. (laughs) All right, Jason. Yeah, uh, same here. The refrigerator might not have killed the movie, but the CGI spider monkeys and the giant ants certainly did. <laughs> All right, and Michael. Well, I, I'm I'm surprised. I mean, because I, you know, two Jakes for me is just so just it was clearly the worst one. I mean, that scene where Jake Giddies is flying through the jungle like Tarzan with the oh well 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That that was King, that wasn't two Jakes. No, yeah, Indiana Jones. Yeah, I think Indiana Jones is going to go forward. Yeah. Uh, in a sweep, Indiana Jones goes forward. And we are down to the great eight. Highlander 2 versus Batman Forever. Batman. Die, die Another Day versus Superman 4. Jaws 4 versus RoboCop 3. Godfather 3 versus Indiana Jones 4. And uh, first one, uh, right to me. Uh, Highlander 2 versus Batman Forever. And... Uh, Holy rusted metal, Batman. Batman Forever wins that one for me. Mike? You know, I'm going to pick Batman Forever here because I think Superman 4 is going to take Die Another Day and then we'll get a Superman versus Batman fight at the end. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Jason? Uh, I'm actually going to go with Highlander 2 even though I never saw it only because you guys ended up choosing that one over The Phantom Menace which just completely blew my mind that movie must be absolutely horrible if it beat out Phantom Menace as a worse sequel so I'm going to go with Highlander 2 alright Michael Um, boy boy are we talking about Hell's Double Feature here Uh, this is rough you know what? I, Highlander 2, I get some perverse thrill out of because they keep trying to fix it by releasing it as the Renegade version, the Renegade Director's Cut, the Director's <laughs> Renegade. And every time they try to fix it, they make it worse and worse <laughs> and worse. So for me, I get a I get a really perverse kick out of that. But whereas Batman Forever sucked once and then they didn't bother going to try and make it worse. So Batman Forever, I got to go with Batman Forever. All right, Jared. I disagree. They made Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't beat I, I up gotta, now. I gotta go with Highlander too. That's gotta go forward. Sean Connery's back. That's all I'm saying. All right. Well, it too bad. So sad. Highlander two lost. Uh, Batman Forever moves on to the final four, and we're on to the next fight. Mike, this one goes to you. It is Die Another Day versus Superman four. Yeah. Well, like I already said, I think Superman four has got to go forward. <laughs> Just you know, Nuclear Man. Uh, John Cryer, the the list could just go on and on and on. All right, Jason. Uh, th- this is kind of an interesting uh, one here because it's like 
both of these movies you kind of expected to be bad because you had the Superman movies, which had all the crap going on behind the scenes, and Superman 3 sucked. And then you had James Bond, which was like 20 movies old by this point. So it's like, well, you know what? They've got to make a really shitty one coming up here soon, you know. Uh, but um, I, I never saw Superman 4. I stopped watching the Superman movies after Superman 2 and then saw uh, Superman Returns, which is a halfway decent movie only because of Kevin Spacey. Uh, but I'm going to go with Die Another Day here because it, it's it's just absolutely stupid. They should have ditched Pierce Brosnan, not brought him back, and you didn't need Halle Berry. It was, all they wanted to do was make eye candy, but the eye candy still sucked. <laughs> all right. Uh, Michael. I'm going to tell one very, very, very brief Superman 4 bit here. Uh, before the big Superman box set that came out a couple of years ago came out, everyone was saying, restore Superman 4. There's like 40 minutes of that movie that was cut out before the theatrical release. The theatrical release was virtually incomprehensible from a story point of view. It was really, it was, it was almost like outtakes stitched together. And everyone's like, if you're going to do it to number two, we want a full-length version of Superman 4. We deserve it. We deserve it. Blah, blah, blah. And they wouldn't let go of this. They, even after they announced that it was just going to be deleted scenes only and they weren't putting it back on the film, they wouldn't let it go. The box set comes out, the fans got a look at the deleted scenes, and after that, there wasn't a peep about seeing or Restore Superman 4. <laughs> As a matter of fact, after watching the deleted scenes, you wondered why they didn't bother to take even more out of the fucking movie. <laughs> because it was seriously so bad, it made my eyes water. Uh, it was. It, this is a movie that I don't give a fuck how bad it had a right to be or it wasn't born well or it was canon films. It was a film that literally was like I said, the date rape of cinema. It was like your best friend saying, hey, I'm Superman. You know me. You can trust me. Bend over, motherfucker. <laughs> oh, God, why are you doing this to me, Superman? James Bond, I don't really care that much of a fuck about one way or the other. So uh, Superman 4, please. Superman 4. All right, Jared. I'm putting Superman 4 through. <laughs> <laughs> can I change my vote? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go with Superman 4 as well because he already won Superman 4 also in the final four. Jason, this one goes to you. It is Jaws for the Revenge versus RoboCop 3. Wow. Uh, all I can say is, uh, according to Marty McFly, even by the time Jaws 19 comes around, the shark still looks fake. Uh, so Jaws. All right, Michael. Uh, remember that thing I said about the ending shark with the fan line war thing? Yeah, the same goes here. Jaws 4. All right. Uh, Jared. I'm going to go ahead and do uh, Jewel of the Nile. <laughs> Not Jaws 4. Jaws 4. Jaws 4. Okay. <laughs> uh, I got it. I got uh, Even though Jaws 4 has already won, they, it is moving on to the final four. I still got to go RoboCop 3. It's fucking Detroit, and it's filmed in L.A., and it looks like L.A. They talk like they're in L.A. It has no Detroit feel whatsoever. So just actually, based it was on filmed, that. It actually, well, actually, it was filmed in Atlanta. Oh, Atlanta. Sorry. Okay, there were a lot of black people there, so maybe that gave it a little bit of a Detroit feel. But no, I'm voting RoboCop 3. Mike? <laughs> yeah, even though, uh, even though it... it already lost i would go with robocop 3 just just to go back to my i think robocop would uh, actually beat the shark in a fight 
All right. Although that would be such a cool fight to see, though. Robocop versus Shark would be good, but Robocop's going to win that. Come on. Yeah, Robocop is going to win that. But he's PG-13. All right. We're on to our next fight. The, 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 for the final spot in the final four, it is Godfather 3 versus Indiana Jones 4. And, Michael, you get to start this one. This might be the toughest matchup yet because you talk about legacies being tarnished. Um, oh, Christ. Which one hurt more is what it comes down to. Indiana Jones 4 or Godfather 3. For me, it was I think it was Patton Oswalt said, the first movie ends with a religious artifact being buried away in a mass warehouse being lost again to time. The second one ends with the cradle of civilization literally forming around our hero and everything is right with the world. The third one has our hero and his father and his best friends riding off into the sunset. This movie ends with a bunch of senior citizens filing out of a fucking church. Uh, this, this, this was not the way to end. And, and, and I could go into a million reasons why, but it would take too long. Um, as bad as Godfather 3 was, Indiana Jones 4 just hurt me a lot more. All right, Jared? Uh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and go with Indiana Jones 4 going forward. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah. Uh, Mutt. Isn't that his name? Mutt? What the fuck? Yep, yes. Mutt. Let's put Mutt in this movie. And Oh, and you're in a, you're in a, a, quick, a quicksand trap? Let's throw you a rope. Oh, no, it's a snake. Oh, God, I hate that movie. Uh, <laughs> Mike? Yeah, I, let's let's just let the Indiana Jones go ahead and move on. All right. And Jason? Yeah, when you in- introduce the main character's son, who actually looks like he should probably be his grandson, that, that's a cue that the movie probably shouldn't have been made after so long of a hiatus. All right. Indiana Jones in a sweep. And we're on to our final four. Batman Forever, Superman 4, Jaws 4, and Indiana Jones 4. There's only one of these that isn't a 4. That's kind of weird. <laughs> Jared. <laughs> this one goes to you. It is Batman Forever versus Superman 4. Okay. Well, Batman Forever, again, I think has got a lot of sexy moments. I do agree with the Joker argument that uh, there's too many Jokers in that movie. And Superman 4, though... You know what? I'm going to go ahead and put Superman 4 forward just because I cared more about Superman than I did about Batman at the time. So All right. I felt more hurt by Superman 4. Superman 4. Uh, let's see. I once again, like I said before, I saw that movie, first Superman movie in the theaters. I, there's something about my childhood that I can't vote against Superman 4 in this scenario because Batman Forever sucks big floppy donkey dick. I hate Batman Forever. I've watched it three times in total. Val Kilmer sucks. Tommy Lee Jones sucks. Drew Barrymore is in the fucking movie. She sucks. Everybody in that movie sucks, so I got to go Batman Forever. Mike? You know, I, I'm going to stick with Superman 4. Uh, I just think that... Uh, you know, you said that there were too many Jokers in Batman Forever. Well, I think they could have used one in Superman 4 because uh, there was nothing in there. All right, Jason? Uh, I couldn't think of a good Christopher Reeves joke last time, but I've got one now. I don't think it was Lou Gehrig's disease that made him paralyzed from the neck down. I think it was making this movie that did it. 
So uh, I'm going to go with Superman. I, I think it was the horse that saw the movie. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> uh, Michael. Um, boy, oh Christ. Well, I mean, it's obvious it's got to be Superman 4. As bad as Batman Forever is, Superman 4 just really – Super, Batman Forever is a slap across the face for an hour. Superman 4 is like being punched in the dick. So I got to <laughs> go with – got to go with Superman 4. Superman 4 makes it to the finals. And uh, Jason, you're going to take this one. It's going to be Jaws 4 versus Indiana Jones 4. Okay, uh, after The Phantom Menace, how do you keep letting George Lucas be involved in the making of movies? I, I, I don't get... And I think Indiana Jones 4 was also after Attack of the Clones, too. Was it also after Revenge of the Sith? I don't even remember, but... Yeah, so it was, it, it was after all of that. Yeah. Yeah. How, how do you let George Lucas get through making all of the Star Wars prequels and then let him even come close <laughs> to an Indiana Jones movie again? How do you do that? Because he, I, I go, he's the one who lets him do it. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah. It's, if you saw the South Park episode of Steven Spielberg and George Lucas ass-fucking Harrison Ford and, and <laughs> everybody, that, that's exactly what this movie is. So this movie definitely, definitely is worse than Godfather. All right. Godfather, it's Jaws for. Or, oh yeah, sorry, Jaws. I was looking at the last. I, I was looking at the last. <laughs> it doesn't matter it's, though. It's also worse. Than Jaws. I'm sorry. As stupid as the Jaws shark is, it is Indiana Jones. <laughs> well, we'll find out in a second, <laughs> Michael. Uh, I. Jaws 4 is such an incompetent movie in so many ways. At least Indiana Jones had some technical polish to it, and. You know, it it wasn't. But you know what? Indiana Jones went on for over two hours. Jaws Revenge had the decency to end after 90 minutes. So I'm going to give it to Indiana Jones. All <laughs> right. Jared? Yeah, I got to I gotta put Indiana Jones forward because of the kid. The kid. That, that, that Matt Williams thing. That, oh, oh, you're named after a dog, Indiana. Oh, he's named after a dog. He's a mutt. Get it? I hate all that crap. Oh my god! I just I just realized that. <laughs> oh my well, that, that that's how Lucas's brain works, man. Oh my god! Uh, I was gonna go for Jaws four, even though Indiana Jones won. But that moment right there, yeah, Indiana Jones. Holy shit, Mike! Well, you know, Indiana Jones has already won. But for me, it did come down to Jaws was directed by Steven Spielberg. Raiders of the Lost Ark was directed by Steven Spielberg. Jaws 4 was directed by, I don't know. <laughs> and Indiana Jones was directed by Steven Spielberg. Going from Spielberg to I don't know, you're not going to get a good movie. Going from Spielberg to Spielberg and you still got a movie like that? That's just wrong. That's wrong. All right, so Indiana Jones 4 wins. And we're on to our final. It is Superman 4, The Quest for Peace. Versus Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Who will win? Michael, this one comes to you. Oh, God. I, this is, I, oh, my God. <laughs> this is like a choice. You have a choice to hack off your left foot or your right foot. I mean, I don't. You choose I wisely. Both, I need both feet. Um, uh, okay. At the end of the day. 
all I keep flashing back to is is a moment in Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull where he's sitting with Mutt at the table and he says the name of his mother is Marion. And he goes, oh, there's been a lot of Marion's kid. And I can't tell you how pissed off I got at that moment because it's like, really? Really? There have been that many Marions that you couldn't for a second possibly believe it was the one great love of your life. How many people are you fucking, Dr. Jones? And the whole movie is full of moments like that. Really? These guys are just lying around in these tombs and come crawling out when anyone just happens to wander by. Really? He's going to fly like Tarzan through the jungle? Really? The, 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 the jeep managed to land on that one little branch and lowers them into the water? Really? And I just... I got tired of doing that after a while. And it's just it's like Superman 4 was made by Canon Pictures. It didn't have a chance, really. But <laughs> you know, I, mean, I, I guess. All right. I'm going with Indiana Jones 4. Indiana Jones 4. Wow. Was not expecting that. Jared. All right. Well, uh, my biggest memory of Superman 4 is, of course, the uh, scene where Christopher Reeve is flying through the subway. And it's like a total matte shot. <laughs> it was a cutout of him flying through the jungle. It was a cutout. It was so, so, so very, very horrible. It really brings nothing to the table except for Christopher Reeve's agenda, which, right. you know, he was so concerned about nuclear power and thought Superman should do something about it. I think he was very involved in the construction of that film. Mm. I remember reading that somewhere when I was younger. He was. And so as that was a passion project – I, I, I feel like, uh, sorry, it didn't work out, man. So I got to say Indiana Jones is worse because it obviously wasn't a passion project because everyone was just phoning it in. What is going on with, uh, with Marion's performance? What, what? She's like, glad to be working, glad to be working, glad to be working or something or on something. She didn't even make eye contact. <laughs> I was like, what? Are you, what? So uh. weird. It was weird seeing them that way. So, yeah, I got to go Indiana Jones 4. Uh, all right. You go, Indy. I am going Superman 4. I've been, why? I've, why? Because I want to... Because I want to see this goddamn movie win some kind of an award. <laughs> <laughs> and this is the only way it can happen. So I'm going Superman 4. Mike? Well, when, um, when I saw Indiana Jones, it was at a midnight show. And... We had been out drinking a little bit before the show, so during an Indiana Jones movie, I fell asleep, and I thought I fell asleep for just a second, and maybe twice in the movie, and <laughs> everybody hated the movie, and I walked out going, you know, I didn't really think it was that bad, and then as we were <laughs> driving home, they started talking about things like people coming out of the walls. I actually missed that scene, and oh. all of this, I'm like, I don't, I don't remember that, and I was like, holy shit, how much of this movie did I miss? So by inadvertently cutting out probably 40 minutes of the movie, I made it much better. And uh, <laughs> the same thing actually happened for real with Superman 4. But at least the people who made that movie recognized that they needed to cut that 40 minutes out and make it incomprehensible. <laughs> and they didn't quite catch on to that in Indiana Jones. So I think I have to give it to Indiana Jones. All right. And Jason. Uh, did Indiana Jones already win? Yes, it did. No, no. Yes, it did. I think it's no, three to it was, one. It's I three it was two to one. No, it's three to one. Oh, okay. Well, anyway, uh, I was also going to go with Indiana Jones because I mean, the, the movie 
looks and sounds as if Disney tried or Disney got a hold of an abandoned X-Files script and decided to call George Lucas to see if he could turn it into an Indiana Jones movie. I mean, that's that's honestly what the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull feels like to me. Like, it doesn't feel like an Indiana Jones movie, and not just because it doesn't have Nazis in it. I can live with there not being Nazis in it. It makes sense. But it looked and felt like a like Disney trying to do the X-Files. And that just bothered me to no end. Aliens, really? I mean, I know you've got paranormal stuff going on but in the other movies, but Aliens? I'm sorry, major spoiler alert. What? But I don't think... <laughs> I don't think anybody at this point cares. No. Uh, yeah, Indiana Jones just way at least Superman three after or Superman four after having seen Superman three, you probably expected it to be bad. After waiting for fifteen years or however the hell long was for Indiana Jones, you probably thought it was going to be good and wanted it to be good. Unless you were me and you knew George Lucas was involved in it, then you knew it was going to suck. But you went and saw it anyway because your friend was a big Indiana Jones fan. So I, I go with Indiana Jones anyway. Uh, all right, and that is it. We are done. Indiana Jones wins. Worst sequel of all time. Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. And that movie is a shit pile. No Nazis and shitty <laughs> Russians. Uh, and yeah. uh, it actually did make enough money to warrant a sequel. Oh, that's right. They're making another one. Another shitty No sequel. way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah they're going to do another one. <laughs> that movie made a lot uh, of money. It made a stupid amount of money. Yeah, it was all this, the same thing that Phantom Menace did. It was all the stupid fanboys that went and saw it on opening night without having done their research. Yeah, but hey, you know, I saw it on the midnight show, and don't call me a stupid fanboy, even though I was. <laughs> well, did I, I went to the midnight showing? I didn't want to go to the midnight showing. I only went because my friends dragged me to it because I was like, "There's no way on earth this movie's going to work. No way on earth." But they said, "Oh, you got to come with us." You know, they got a bunch of people together, so I went. And, yeah, but you uh, know what the, the Prequels were shitty movies, and they made a ton of money too. So, until yep. they stopped what making do we know? a ton of money, Superman only because people kept hoping it get better. Money. No, it didn't. Yeah. But that is all for this time. Uh, I'd like to thank everybody who appeared on our show: uh, Jason, Jared, Professor Profane, Mister Michael Felsher. Uh, uh. Also, want to give a shout out to couple websites uh, that's uh, subspace communique uber nerd nation also want to thank jared for our new theme song and the theme song you're going to hear on this episode and he occasionally writes blogs on our site so thank you for that jared uh mike do you have anything well uh, you can find that website at geekfights.net uh you can email us at uh geekfightspodcast.com at gmail.com and uh, what? What's our Twitter address? Uh, that would be Geek Fights. So uh, check us out. Come by the uh, site. Leave us a comment. Send us an email. Leave us an iTunes review. If you're out there listening, we'd like to know what you think. Uh, even if you hate us, which you probably do, that's fine. We're not going to cry about it. Yes, we will. But that's all for this time. Thanks a lot. And remember, keep fighting the geek fight. Good night. Good night, guys. Welcome to Geek Fights. Hold on. Uh, 
hold on. I just started recording. I want to give us a couple Motherfucker! Seriously! Yeah, you made Damon waste his good recording voice. No, we're waiting. Yeah. He's only got I don't think Damon could do it that well again. That was pretty good. <laughs> well, then I'm leaving all this in. Okay, that's fine. Fuck. <laughs>